0: Okay, we are on the bottom of 20 B. And um we are in the middle of a story with a Mamar. And um we learned some fascinating things that uh first of all that they had Shiva for some of the relatives that weren't necessarily the seven, like grandchildren or or um right or grandparents. And uh we also learned that according to some, there's a difference if they were living in the house at the time. Uh, but now we're on the discussion of Kriya, of the tearing, the mitzvah of Kriya. And uh, if there was really time, there, it's worth like each, uh, each part of the uh, morning ritual has its own unique uh, thing. Like we had before, that there's a difference between the mourning and the menachmin and the offering comfort such that uh, that if there's a yontif in the middle, uh, then the mourning can get bumped, can get pushed off, because you can't, person can't mourn on yontif to afterwards, but the comfort can take place, even though he's not sitting Shiva. That's exactly what we had, that he can be comforted. Um, practically speaking, I don't believe we know how to do that today. Like, we're either on or we're off. We don't know, well, you he, he can do a shiva visit, but he's not sitting shiva because it's yantuf. So, but the idea, the concept is, needs to be there, that a person has to be aware that if a person uh, is shiva is held up, either because it's Shabbos or because it's yantuf, it doesn't mean he doesn't need comfort. Comfort still needs to be done, however that's done. Okay. But at any rate, we're in the middle of the Korea discussion. A Maymar shachav le his grandson passed away. Karela, he did Kriya, two lines from the bottom. Asabray. and then his son came in uh, and Karabape, And he felt that the purpose uh, to, of the Kriya was to show respect to the sun's mourning and to mourn together with him. So therefore, once the sun came, he felt he should repeat his Kriya. So he did. Karabape, and then Itker Demiushif, and it obviously was a very difficult time. Uh, it's interesting also that people um, often feel with mourning, they forget to do things. It's really not a normal, nobody expects a person, a relative to die, and all kinds of things are going on. And very easy, and people are out of sorts, it's very easy for them to forget things, or not to, not to have thought of this or that. So he forgot to stand up when he was doing the Kriya. So he decided, well, a Kriya that's done sitting, that's no good. So he got up, Kara Kam, kora, And then he got up and did Kriya a third time, as Rashi says, Palm Shlishis, a third time. So that, that garment was pretty torn by the time we got around to it. He had three. So I, I don't think you keep on, I don't think he keeps on tearing. I think he does a new, a separate tear each time. That, that's what I would assume. Uh but yeah, either
1: sure, way you have to a on a separate garment? to tear on a do a second
0: crea, He's only wearing sense. one guy, so he's doing a, a a tearing on so if we say the first tearing didn't count, so he'll tear it again. So he tears it up to three times.
1: So it's the not second like one. you have to go from a garment that's perfectly fine to with Cree as opposed to sowing the floor. Right. It doesn't
0: have to be a, a, a person let's say a person's garment is already torn. And he has a mitzvah kriya, so he'll just tear it a second, you know. That, that's, you, you can have a... You're tor-
1: a person can, can use the same garment again. Like, let's say you tear kriya on a garment once, then can you save that garment, and in the future you have to use it again, you can use it again.
0: That's what it sounds like here, absolutely. Uh, let's take a quick look at Tosus. So why did he re-tear when his son came? So, uh, last Tosus on the page. noig He wanted to share the morning. The tema kiva the korak bar since he tore already the kisirk the korak is there a mitzvah to like tear each time a relative comes? The shem da ape noigavelis. He means to say that when he was there, he was noigavelus. So we had this before also, like for example with the husband when the wife was sitting shiva, or the wife when the wife when the husband was sitting shiva. That when the other one was sitting shiva, they join in the shiva with them. Uh, if they even though they're not the morning partner, in other words, in front of the close relative that's sitting Shiva, the Shiva is joined by the other person. Vari Pirish, he says, Asa Bri Uh what happened is the um he 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 wanted when his son came he went to tear. But and since a Maymar did it sitting, Asabano Laskiro Shuhu Ta Likro Meyushav. He, the son went to remind him. What happened was, I guess that the son did it the second time. And then that reminded Amemar to do it again. So according to this, there's not three tares, there's only two tears. tares. That's, that's a different view about what was going on over here. So he's got the son doing, what happened was, that, that he did one tear and then the son did another tear to remind him that his tear was no good. says, so oh, okay, then he got up and did another tear. So there's a, in front of who, there's a little bit of discussion on. Okay, back to the Gemar. Uh Omar Lay Ravashi la-Memar. Krad So uh, Ravashi said to a Maymar, where did you learn that it has to be done standing? What's wrong with, t- why, why did he have to redo it? Why does it have to be done standing? What's the source for that? So, Menol and Dixi, Iev, From Iev uh, is one of the good sources of mourning. Iev certainly had a lot of mourning. So, Iev uh, got up and he tore. Why does he have to get up? Because the answer is, Kriya has to, person has to stand up. Okay, let's turn to today's page. el If that's true, V'yamad V'yamar, Lo Chafati, Over there by Khalitsa. Um, it says that he stands up and says, I don't want to marry the, his brother-in-law, his uh, deceased brother's wife. So that's called <coughs> Chalitza. That's the Parsha of Chalitza. So, hachanami, or, do you mean to tell me it has to be done standing? Ben Yoshiv, Ben Ben Even though the Torah says he gets up, we learn that that doesn't mean that it has to, that it's ma'akiv. So if that's true, this is not a proof that it's essential that he stand for tearing uh the It doesn't say he will stand up um and and he said. here it says he got up and he tore. Um
1: this is the past,
0: That's it says it in the past over there. Or over here it's uh where it's over here in the future. The way to do it is to get up and to do it. So the 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 uh Eev is more uh, is a better proof. Okay. Uh Omar Rami Barchamimana in the mode, he has a different source. Shinamar Yakam Eev. I'm sorry, no, that's the same that's the same one. Yeah, Eev got up. Avi becadilma nosy ruda of it. Maybe Eev was uh, dramatic. Maybe Eev was extra morning. He had a lot of things he was upset about, right? <clears throat> so maybe he did more than what was needed. Because what it says over there, like he starts pulling his hair. So uh, So clearly he was doing more. He, he was really, it was an, a, a very big tragedy there. So what's, you can't prove for me that that's, that's a necessity for your average Joe who's just sitting Shiva, who says. I mean, you have lost everything. So Allah... It says that this was David HaMelech. What happened was that uh, David thought when his son rebelled that he killed the other princes. So it says he got up and he teared Kriya. He thought he lost all of his children. David HaMelech experienced the pain of having thought he lost every single one of his children. Uh, but anyway, he did Kriya. So you see, you have to stand. you say, Maybe that's something extra. Because it says he fell on the ground. There's no falling on the ground. Uh, but and now maybe the falling on the ground was just the regular flipping of the bed. But we learned if Gabi 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 Lo Yatsi The person just a mourner just sits on the ground or sits on a chair, he, he hasn't fulfilled his mitzvah unless he flips over the bed. So Omar of Yochan is shalokiem so, and Rabbi Yochan explained, he doesn't get that mitzvah. So, obviously, David Melk was doing something extra if he was lying on the ground. Actually, who said he was actually lying on the ground? Maybe he was lying on a flipped bed, and that's what it meant um, that uh, he, um, he, he, he wasn't doing anything unusual. The terminology there isn't so clear. Rashi Maybe he turned over his bed and he sat on it. So our question was, did Dov and Amalek do something unusual because it was a very sad situation? And we said, we said because he was on the ground, but we said no. In the end, it was Einartzah, which he wasn't really on the ground. He was doing the the usual mourner thing with the flipped bed. Uh, uh, those things that are forbidden to a mourner, are the following. It has the word Elu on the side. Elu, these are the things. Elu, devorim, sha'avu, aserben. The following things are forbidden to a mourner. Number one, aserben, don't go to work. Ubrachitza, bathing, basicha, shmeering, tashamita, of nilas, <laughs> sandal, leather shoes, v'aser, likris, v'tor, nevim, k'suvim, permission of a yesh, v'alochos, it's interesting that it has to go into detail. Just say, don't learn Torah. Because <laughs> you might have thought Torah is just the Chumash. Maybe Chumash gives you pleasure, but the other, maybe you can learn something else. No. V'im <laughs> what happens if he's an essential worker? He's an essential tamar chacham, and if he's not there to give the class, then there'll be no one to, to teach. <clears throat> then he doesn't hold back. Umaiso meis beno Shrab Yosi bitipuri, the soner of Yosi Daeve Nicholas ibeis emedish vidorish kolayom kula, and he gave class all day long. Rabbar Chaney shroyed by Milsey lost a relative. Suber de lo mistik lepirka. Uh, he thought, you know what? It's not he shouldn't give a class that day. Ammer leiruchanina imayu Rabbin Srichalo einu nimda, but didn't we learn if there's no one else to do it, then you don't hold back. So suber luuk me amurala. Uh, so he was going to do his usual thing and have uh, his Amora, his speaker, broadcast the Shir. So Omalei Rav He says that if he's giving a Shir during the Shiva, he shouldn't use the broadcaster. Uh, basically, he should do it with the Shinui. In other words, he should, uh, uh, even if he does have to give a class, he shouldn't do it in the usual way. He should show clearly that he's uh doing it in a way that he's mourning. Elahachi Abit How should he do it? Kyada Tanya. Maisu, Masmanoshu Barloi, Nicas a Basinicthanani Benakavya, the Yoshibit of Lokashu, and he whispered to Rekhanani Benakavya, Rokanani Benakavila Turgman, and he whispered to the Rabbi. They added an extra step. But again the idea was to do a Shinoi to do something uh a little different to show that even if he was needed to give a class, he should do it in a different way. Uh, than usual uh, during the morning. Then Rabban. Then for the,
1: uh, the Robin's benefit,
0: meaning yeah. he's he's doing what needs to be done. But at least as far as the Olam is concerned, like he's a further step removed so that people wouldn't necessarily notice that uh,
1: you know that he was giving shear.
0: You're saying it's for the benefit I'm, of. I'm asking. Is, yeah.
1: is that so that like it's not really Morris Iron, but is that so that the olam shouldn't get the
0: wrong idea? I think so. I think so. You know, they're saying that it's, uh, that the people uh, should, uh, even though he's mourning, that they should see something is different, that he's aware that he's mourning, that this is only an emergency situation, that it's really not, they shouldn't make a mistake. And the way they'll know it is because it's, it's different than usual. It's not the way he usually gives class. Something like that. Then Rabbanan avol give yamisham asalini the first three days, uh, mourners not permitted to put on tefillin. After the third day, or part of the third day, So we're used to the idea, by the way, that uh, at a wedding, at Sheva Brachas, that you have Panim Kadash as a new face. Now we get an idea at mourning that you have an idea. And this is very true that when a person sees a close friend who he hasn't seen at the morning he's going to cry again because it brings up new emotions it brings up uh, it brings up the more he hasn't mourned with this close person or this relative or this one who showed up As you see it many times in a Shiva house and so and so shows up or cousin so and so and then all of a sudden it's like they they cry because they all know they shared memories together and so even though they had discontinued. They, they had already done three days of regular mourning, but they hadn't done it with this particular person who showed up. So, uh, Now, you might have thought he takes off the Tefillin, he doesn't have to take it off. Do you realize it? Yeshua says we're, now what we're seeing is there are a whole bunch of opinions about when Tefillin is able to be put on. Tefillin has a concept of Peer. It has to be put on with a, a glory of, uh, we're representing a Kodesh Boruch When a person is depressed or sad, they really can't uh, put on tefillin properly. The, uh, so the question is, how long does that last? Rishua says, it's only two days." Uslin itzvun. Bishen From the second day on. So before we said the third day, now we're saying the second day. Even he says, if someone else comes in who wasn't there before, he better take them off, because he's going to cry when he sees that new person. He won't. He's going to. He's going to re. Um, uh, it's going to make him. Uh, he's going to have to take off his tefillin. Omar rev my timer loves to exceed cause it says, ye may bechi it says that the uh, the first few days are days of crying once that's over, then he could put on the fullin um Ye may beki ovel, I believe that's how it's read may be Moshe. wish they put comments in the Gemara. Would't that make our job easier okay, Omar revvenna, my timer Yeshu would exceed yomar. it says uh, it's one bitter day it's basically one. There's one day that's really the... the, the it's, it mentions that day. It says Yame plural. Moshe there never was a replacement. There'll never be anybody like Moshe Rabbeinu. So, they had, so his shiva was unusual crying. He says one day. Why does he say two or three? The answer is Even though he says more than one, the main is one day. Doesn't mean that all of them are the are. It uh, could be there's more than one day, but the main bitter day is one day. Omar Ula, alaka Reb Lazar bchalitza. We hold like Reb Lazar chalitza. Lag Yeshua bhanecha. I'm putting on the tefillin. Iboilahu b'sheni laola La'ola, cholitz o einu Would he take off the tefillin or not? Um, if somebody came. The, uh, we said the uh, halakha was on the third day you don't take off. But what about on the second day? If a new person shows up, what happens then? So, Tashma, <laughs> Omar Each time someone comes, take. So they watch filling all day. So basically, what would happen is every time a new comforter would come in, he'd have to take this villain off. So he's pretty busy on and off, on and off. Um, it's interesting also that. A person can be sad for a few minutes, take off the chulin, and then put them back on again. <laughs> it's like a, mm-hmm. it's like a temporary. So even a hundred times, Rabbi says he says once they're on, they're on. he said um, he didn't he hold like that that there's a. Uh, that it says the three days you don't put on. So more said no. The mitzvah shani. Uh, a mitzvah tefillin is different. Let's see Rashi on Ahmed Bey's top line. Mitzvah shani. Klomo a mitzvah uh, l'niyek tefillin matzil l'niyek l'altr The tefillin we don't want to push off. So even though there's, there's the, the first three days are real serious mourning, uh, we, we're machmer to put on tefillin. We don't want to lose out on the tefillin at all.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, each time he's taking them off, since they have the same bracha each
0: time? I believe so. I believe he'd make a new bracha, yeah.
1: Even if you have kavan, I'm going to put it on after
0: the person leaves? <laughs> That's a good question, right? Yeah. In other words, um, you're asking really like sometimes when a person goes to the restroom, they can take them off, put them off. They don't necessarily have to, depends on how long they are and what their intent right. was. So, yeah, does a person know how long they're going to mourn? <laughs> you know, if, if <laughs> have no
1: clue how long the person's going to be there.
0: Right. the dekhiya. So that, that's a I mean, uh, So the, the, Reb Avram is saying he feels that he's Mesiach Das. He, since he's, he's, he gets upset each time the new visitor comes. So he's not, his mind isn't on his tefillin at that moment. Now that, so I, I, I we're having an interesting discussion. Rich, Richard is asking that when you know ahead of time that you're going to put them back on, you can keep your old bracha going. But uh, but I was is asking this the idea of hafzik, which is that at that moment that he's experienced that extreme um, sadness that interrupts the. Um, it's, it's an interesting discussion.
1: You don't make it, if you go to the bathroom in the middle of davening. So you take your towel off. You don't make it, and you have it in mind to put it back on again. You don't make a new but by filling you do because it's usur sort to of wear tefillin in the. In the... That's also, correct. It, uh, depends it depends on, on
0: one or two, and yeah. what? Uh-huh. It also depends, think, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right,
1: uh-huh. right, that, that, you know, uh-huh.
0: depends. right, right. So, um, but but I think it's it's an interesting point. This idea that um, um, you know, when he sees a new person that that he's not, he interrupts his thoughts of well, I'm going to put them back on any second. No, at that moment he might be experiencing the morning pain. He it's it's a hessik. It's an interruption. I, I tend. I hear that. I hear that. Uh, okay, it's all, all interesting. See, the thing about it is, is that when you learn Hilchas uh, these Halachas, sometimes it'll help you with halachas Brachas. You know, when you get it's, it's that's that's the important reason why we learn Halacha. The um, uh, yeah okay, Tana Rabbis taught Avo No work on the first three days. I feel Even if he only if he's so poor that he's taking from Sdaka he does it privately in the house, and the woman can, uh, he can work, but he can't go out in public and work. That would be like disrespectful, but he can work privately. And uh, the his wife can uh, even uh, do her usual sewing Now, can he go to another mourner? Uh, this comes up, especially in small communities, they don't have enough people for two shiva houses. So the first three days, he doesn't go to another mourner. Now, one of the the issues are that he's not supposed to stop mourning. Going to a house of another mourner is also a house of a mourner. So uh, the first three days, though, he doesn't go to another mourner. But after that, he could. Now, when he goes to the mourner's house, he doesn't sit in the comforter's chairs. He sits uh, in the Shiva people's because he's still in, in mourning also. He's just joining in over there. A new thing: You're not allowed to greet people uh, uh, who's the first three days. Now, from the third day until the seventh day, meshiv. If somebody greets him, he can say hi. Not how are you doing? After that, Shol meshiv Then afterwards, it comes back, even though it's sloshin. Is that true? And there was a story where the son of Revi Bunov this says plural. There's a little bit of a debate. Was it one son or multiple sons died? Nikta Ko Yisrael. Now, this was a pretty big shiva. It says everybody who was anybody came to that shiva house. Ko Yisrael came in. hispidum Hespid gadol. And you better believe that was the unbelievable funeral speech. Because Rebbe Akiva was the Rabbi of Klaus Israel, he, he was the teacher. So bishas piti rasen. Now everybody got ready to leave. <laughs> Imagine what that was like. Everybody gets up. So Ahmed Rebbe Akiva al Safsogaro, he stood up on a big bench, and he gave them a speech. He said, "Achenu Israel, my brothers, house of Israel, shamo, shamo. Listen, afilu shnei banim chasanim munachim." Uh, he said, even if he lost two uh, sons, that's why they said it before it was one son, because he, now he said, even if he lost two sons, or maybe the emphasis is the sons were about to get married. Uh, sometimes the mourning is for the potential that was missed, that they never got to walk them to the chuppah. munakamu, uh, <speaking in Hebrew> he would still be comforted b'shvil k'ved sheshisem. He said he's he's comforted by the fact that they all came, that they did, he it's interesting. He told them that you did a good job. You comforted me. And if you had come because of me, there's many Akivas in the street. Uh, he said you came in respect for Torah. He's saying the fact that they had covered a Torah to come to uh, to uh, show their respects in that way. That was comforting. When, when the Klausro does a mitzvah, the whole Kali does a mitzvah, the Kosha came and certainly sheskartem uh, kafu You're going to get a double reward uh, because not only did you show respect for Torah, you showed respect for Akiva. Um, and so therefore, l'chu uh, l'bateichem shalom Go home in peace. So um, what do we see from this uh, story? He greeted them. He, he, he's talking to them. I thought he was supposed to be quiet. The more it said, covered Rabin Shani. He was talking the whole Klaus Yisrael. That they had to say something. <laughs> That's different.
1: Do we know anything about the, the circumstances of his son's death? We know Rabbi Akiva died, but uh,
0: I, I was wondering if it was during when the twenty-four thousand passed away. Was it during then as well, or was it different? I
1: don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. And anybody know what his uh, circumstances of the death of his sons was? Uh, we had quoted quoted the Gemara. Somebody Ben Korcha, and they, we had said that Ben Korcha was the son of Revi Kiva, because he was um, bald. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I don't remember. I'm sure they. There is one Dafyomi that specializes in giving like the background, you know, or the, the historical background. So but I bet they've researched that. But either way, is is a. Uh-huh.
1: No, I was just going to ask you something else. Uh, I remember from years back, there was a very strong custom, which really is not really kept nowadays too much, is that you wouldn't go pay a shiva call to coltasone for the first three days. They would mm-hmm. say that those three days are the most intense morning. It was like a family time, mm-hmm. and that uh, the public really didn't go until after the first three days. And now it seems, you know, people are going first day, second day. They put up signs when shiva hours are, and people go whenever. But uh, I do remember that from years gone by.
0: I, I do too. I, uh, I don't, I still think in some cases it's appropriate. I think people are just so busy with their schedules that they can't, sometimes they got, they, I don't know. It could be they ask. In other words, if somebody's not close, they should find out if the person is having large shiva visitors or if it's a more private setting. In other words, what's, if the person wants just the immediate family or the, that would be appropriate. Um, but I, I, I do think that maybe just our communities are so much larger that it just doesn't happen in practice as, uh, that as much. But I think it certainly would be sensitive if that's what the... It was
1: like an unwritten
0: rule. Right, right. yeah. You know? Yeah, that's right. Okay. But this is an amazing speech, but the Gomorrah said that he, that was in honor of, of the Rabim, of the Kavud Rabim, showing respect for the Rabim, for the whole... But it, the way the Gomorrah says it, like Klau Yisrael was there... Like, you know, man, I don't know what the the whole claudius Israel was there. Whew. Okay, back to the more. Uh, so from the third day until the seventh, he can answer. Let's ask the question. If a person meets his friend and he finds out uh, his friend is mourning within 30 days, you could still say words of comfort. Although you don't you don't ask how he's doing. Which is also important, like, you know, how are you? <laughs> what do you want him to say? Great, but he just lost, you know, he's lost this. It's, it's, uh, it's not, not the time to ask Misho. L'achur after 30 days, you can ask how they're doing, but and it's too late, it's no longer offered words of comfort. Now, mesa ishto, what if his wife passed away? V'noshah isha and he's remarried. dami You don't offer comfort for the dead wife the deceased wife um to uh in front of the the new wife it just wouldn't you, you don't want to talk about one wife in front of the old wife so the question of the moment is how is he allowed to get remarried within Shloshim? so just hold that uh so let's see tosus maysa ishtna sa isha akaras mashma it's the 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 fourth tosus besok yomo the Gemara sounds like he remarried within 30 days, because if it's after 30, how, how would we say you can't go and say words of comfort? We say that you don't never offer comfort after 30 days. At 30 days, it's too late to offer, and it's no longer the time for comfort. So obviously, if he wants to offer comfort, it must be it's within the shloshim. So if that's true, how did he get remarried? so tosa answered, uka uh the ein it's only you got to wait 30 days uh if there's no family no kids lafi rebenu tam tam says that if there's kids to take care of and he has to get married because he's he's uh, helpless with a diaper whatever he can't do it on his own then he's allowed to get married after shiva or iname banim katanim that he's allowed to get married right away. Now, it wouldn't be appropriate to have relations right away. That he waits for after the 30. There's a whole discussion. There's a famous case uh, where somebody's wife had been sick, and her younger sister had come to help, and at the cemetery, uh, he proposed to the sister, you know, that... Uh, you know, because he, he couldn't take care of the kids. He mm-hmm. it to, um, I think today, somewhat, the, the husbands are trained to do some child care a little more than... But it was, it was relatively common that in, in previous times, the men had their area and the women theirs, and they didn't cross. Like, it, it was, was common. A man just couldn't, wouldn't be able to take care of a little baby. Maybe they didn't have formula also or other things. Uh, but uh, there is that discussion over here. Back to the Gemara. So, assuming that that would be the case, uh, that he remarried within Shloshim, so he still needs comfort, but not in front of the wife. So, back to the Gemara, Matzah Now, if he meets him in the street, he can say Besaf, He can talk to him quietly, be covered rosh and with a bent head. Who He can ask about other people. Uh, other people are fine. Because he's not complete. I McTani Mashev, when we said answer, McLaudashlin alop uh didn't that mean that he's asking them or I said de Yada? We we no, it's not so clear if he's uh uh if he knows um uh, the Uh let's see, Rashid. Deloyada, Yada, it's it's a little bit towards the top. Clumer, how did Tani Mashev Lahani when he answers them no, when it answers them, it doesn't mean, the question is, when we said before, that after, that he can answer them, but he uh, uh, he can't ask about them, but he can answer, so does it mean he can answer that now that they said hello, and said, how are you doing, he can say, oh, hi, how are you, or does it mean, no, he answers them, he's mourning. Uh, we're saying now that the, before we would have thought when he answers them, what it means is, didn't you know he's? Didn't you hear what happened? He's mourning. The answer is he's mourning. Not the answer is, oh, how are you doing? You know that's that's what he means. So we wouldn't have known that. lo yada. Ihachiyasem nami. Uh um, huh.
1: You, you um situation is uh, a person is in shiva, and he comes to shul on Shabbos. You see him. Can you say good Shabbos because you don't demonstrate in, uh, in public? Can you say good Shabbos back? I mean, how do you react to him?
0: Um, I think on Shabbos, he shouldn't do anything in public that would show mourning. I believe so. Um, is it
1: okay for you to say good Shabbos back to him too?
0: Yeah. What? It's
1: really
0: Shalem. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So... Um, I, I believe, yeah, I, I think they, they talk about it. Like they even talk about words, good morning, you know, or today, even how are you doesn't mean how are you, you know, it, it's more of a, uh, it's more of a, a formal greeting or shalom or, aleichem or, or the, or a, uh, or, or, or seeing how a person is doing. Uh, but sometimes just polite greetings, they definitely speak out. It's not a, not a, not a big problem to do. So the more I answer dilo ya de hakki hasanami hasan modilu bolo mahadilu maybe it just means he tells them and he doesn't answer them hakalo circle dil he doesn't need to answer them and it means that he can even ask for a menu but the where's the question motis kavere obo sokyu day scotish within 12 months mid that you could still offer kavena shobishlomo you don't ask how he's doing hakul you day scotish after 12 months obishlomo that that's it's too late avadama imo minat side but you can speak to him on the side uh Omar Remair, well how do we answer that question? Yeah, so the, 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 the this sounds like that you could uh you could speak to him. So we're answering it's minas HaTzad, Uh that it's it's not mentioned directly. It's uh it's mentioned uh indirectly. Minatzad is like um uh, you don't mention the mace, but it's uh it's done indirectly. Omar Remer Mosil Khabar after twelve months. If what happens, a person offers comfort after a year. And we said before, you don't do that. So he wants to give a mushal of what's the problem of offering late comfort. A person broke his foot, and it got better. And then after 12 months, he meets a, afterwards, he meets the doctor. Oh, you should come to me. shani I'll break it again and heal it. Because this way you'll see I know how to heal it. So would you want to go to that doctor and have it rebroke? Because he said, oh, if you had come to me, I would have gotten that healed so much quicker. Right? So basically a person who comforts a mourner after 12 months, he's already gotten over it somewhat. So what in effect he's doing is say, be reminded of the sadness, but don't worry, I'm here to offer comfort. It's too late. And uh, it's, it's he's gotten over it somewhat. So it's like a doctor who says, you know, uh, well, if you want, you can break it again and then I'll hear it for you and I can show you how you really want to heal it. It's, uh, so the Morse said, uh, so it's a, there's a contradiction though whether or not there's a um, comfort after the the shiva or after the shloshim. The Morse said, haba, during, for parents, even during the year, there's comfort. Is shark, but other relatives after the shloshim, there's not. Nami, dabu, ima, and you could say, it means he speaks from the side uh, and uh, why don't we say that we mean you don't offer words there, there's words of comfort where the person says I'm sorry about the loss of relative so and so that's the usual way but means you don't say it directly you know I've, I've, I've heard things are tough, or, you know you try not to mention the relative directly you just mention the situation now, it's another subject. Uh, what if a relative uh, wants to uh, sit Shiva together with a, another relative? And he just found out about it. So an, an oval, a mourner, within the first three days, and another relative happens to come exactly at that time, Mona, he, have, he will sit Shiva to get count the same counting as he did, even though the other one already did two days or three days. But if he came from far off, Atmo, he has his own. This, this sometimes happens where two different family members are sitting shiva with a little bit of a different day. Sometimes one family member escorted the body to the airport or out of town and the other family member started shiva immediately and the other one starts a day later and then he goes back to the city. So you've got, it does happen, it sounds very strange both in that both of them mourning the same person but they have a different count. And sometimes they go to two different Rabbanim, and one, which is perfectly fine, because each one has a different Rav. So one Rav paskins that they start Shiva now, and the other one says they wait. Uh, there are questions about when exactly to start Shiva when the burial isn't right away, or when it's out of town. So Babam Makam Rakuk Modul Atsum Bekanda Elak Afiel Bhak Mug Karv, if he even he comes from close by, he's gotta count separately because it's after three days. Rishimad says, if I feel bobayamashvi, if he comes on the last day of mourning, a mokamkor and he's coming from close, guess what? He can he can jump in, Melchimum. Omar Gim Rushon Bam Makam Corv Monimam Omra Ki Ravam Yokhan at Vush Gadu Habais Vaias. That's as long as the head of the household is there then if the head of the household is there, so then he joins that shiva. So uh, we'll, um, we'll start this last question again tomorrow, but we're starting to say that there's the concept of the, of the formal shiva of the family, and when does an individual get to join that shiva, and when does he have to count as separate shiva? That will be the discussion. Okay, good morning everyone. So uh, let's start again on 21B, five lines from the bottom. We've opened up a little bit of a new question. Um, it's so interesting, like whenever we th- I feel like, all right, we're done, we've done everything, there's another detail here that's, uh, that complicates things. Um, what was really kind of interesting was uh, that in the different Afyomis, we've had everybody had one, uh, an experience or two that had one of the cases we had someone with different family members with different Shiva days, we had someone that had uh, shared a Shiva house with someone else, we had, uh, in other words, uh, these are real experiences that happen, unfortunately, or for, you know, they're details that have to be, Um, the issue that we're dealing with now is where uh, you have a, a family that's sitting Shiva, and some of the members of the family may have gone with uh, the coffin to be to burial, so they they didn't start shiva immediately, whereas the other family members did, and then they come home, and so then the question is, do they count a separate shiva, or do they go after their family? That's really the question, and uh, we're seeing different views about that, and we're in the middle of that discussion right now. Um, again, we the practical discuss, this questions are for a That's like always, but this is the uh, the discussion. Tana Rabbanin. A rabbi's taught last skinny line on 21B. Uh, we'll give a young and Malcolm Karif. He says as long as he gets back within three days, uh, and he's coming from close by, mani imahem, he, joins, he joins the regularly scheduled program. As he comes home, he's the, the shiva almost... Now, there is a the concept that the shiva goes at the place where the person passed away, or that, that, the, the main shiva that's there, so he's like joining in with that shiva. But if he came from a totally different place, monal Again, we haven't defined close and far, but if he comes from far off, then he does his own rashi, monal atzmo, shiva shlamin. He's going to have to do the whole seven. He's not going to get a shortcut. Well, you know, he'll join the family and he's only you no, know, he's got to do the whole thing. Mikanda after three days, he's got to get there within the first three days. To be included in the family Shiva. That's the first explanation, first opinion. Riv Shimon says, He says he can get there an hour before the end. (laughs) He gets there on the, there was always that family member that just comes late, right? It comes in right before the deadline. They come in before the seventh, I don't use the word deadline, (laughs) right? Comes in on the seventh day, uh, uh, you know, right before the family gets up. That's it. He's done. And even
1: without an excuse, meaning, Right, that's right. <laughs>
0: yes, that's correct. Uh, we are at the bottom of twenty-one B, two lines from the bottom, discussing where different family members were not at the same uh, where they weren't all home when the Shiva began, whether they can count together with the main family. So Omar Mar uh Yamu Shonen Bamamakum Mam. he said also, like we said before, the first three days that he could count with them. So on that teaching, he quoted, this is a new twist, how do we decide which is the main shiva and which is not the main shiva? Or which shiva is he part of? So the Gemara adds a twist, and that's why we repeat it, and that is, the main shiva is where the gadol habayas is, the head of the household. So when there's a head of a household, uh so for example if the person's younger brother started counting shiva because he wasn't going together with the with the aron to a burial and then he comes home he wouldn't necessarily count with the younger brother he has his own family he has his own shiva whereas if there's a godo bayis there's a head head show then it goes after so they talk about can the mother is it a woman can be a head guddle why not you know guddle Habayas. is she or does it does does it, who's defined as the gut? older brother like how do you get that designation let's see how rashi um, calls the guddle Habayas. last rashi on yesterday's page she, she well he doesn't say exactly who the guddle she if when the other family members come come they find the leader of the family is there and had started. That's if. Um, now, what happens on the other hand if the one that comes has younger brothers? And um, this one that came, he's not the gado, he's not the oldest, he's the younger one. So basically, this definition that it goes according to the family Shiva is if the family Shiva is with the elder people in the family. And the younger brother comes back so he can join the elders. Avel, but, if it's the other way around, if it's the other way around, the older uh, brother, the older family member was traveling. And he comes home, so, the Delo. His younger the the uh, family shiva that's done by a younger brother doesn't count. It goes by what's called the gadol habayis, and uh, again we've thrown out that the game discuss uh, how you would define. In some families, it's very clear who's the head. Uh, you know, there's a there's a grandma, there's a grandpa, there's somebody who's the head of the household. In other families, it's not so clear. There may be older and younger. But then it's like, who's the gadol habayis, the head of the house? But either way, we have the concept. Next question. Iboilahu, as we turn to today's page on 22a. Yibo lehu, gadol habayis, lebezak for us. What happens uh, if the, uh, the, head, uh, the head of the house is the one that's delayed? In other words, until now, the younger brother came, uh, came from far off. The kids came from far off. They joined the family shiva. But what about the other way around? The, it's the uh, head of the house who's away. So Tashma, Habayis, Even if he's the one that traveled, he comes back, Moni, Imahem, He counts with the family. Moni, What do you mean? Tanya Monila Laatzmo. Didn't we say he does his own counting? So Lemora said, Lo, It's not a difficulty. If he can get back within three days then he'll join the family. Ha'delo asa, but if he doesn't get back within three days, then he doesn't join the family. So we're seeing another factor also, how long it takes for him to, to within a few days, then he can be included. More than three days, not. Uh, where do we find this? Ki haidu rab, haltsifuni. Rab is very interesting. Almost every time he's quoted in the Gomorrah, it's from a different city. So um, I saw somebody quote from the Sefer Adoros that Rav uh, traveled around. He was and did a Kirov expedition. He went to different communities to teach Torah. And so this time it's to the people of Hiltzifuni. Anybody been to Hiltzifuni lately? Uh, uh, Does the art scroll say where it is? Rashi just says Makom, a place. There are people that track these places down (laughs) just to know, like... It's, it's not just a place. Where was he? But anyway, he told the people of Tsifonid, he said, Those of the family members that come back within three days, they count the Shiva. So now just understand what this means. It means that they're only going to do four days of Shiva and even less, but they're only because the last day is only a partial. But since the, they came and joined the main Shiva within three days, they can sit Shiva with the main Shiva. But if it takes them more than three days, they're going to have to start their own Shiva Mahuza. So Rava said to the people of Arsa. Most of the, uh, the cemetery was far away, was in Eretz Yisrael. He said, those are the family that aren't going to escort the coffin. So again, travel in those days was very slow. And uh, people, there's idea to be buried in a family burial plots, you know, together with other members of the family. So what happens if they would send the coffin off to go to the family plot, which was, uh, uh, which was a two, three-day journey away? Now, two, three days means two, three days back there and two, three days back. So the, pe- the rest of the family, but not everybody, can just join the coffin, especially if they have little children at home, some people got to work, or whatever. well, I don't know if they're working in shiva, but not everybody can go together, pick up, and just join the uh, uh, join the traveling to the cemetery. So those people that aren't going along on the burial, they start shiva immediately. mi bava As soon as you, basically, they escort the coffin out of the city. As soon as they make that turn, the coffin leaves the city. Askilumiga, they start counting. And we have this concept today, most commonly, when, a pers- when the coffins are buried in Eretz Israel, So as soon as the mace leaves, the locals start counting right away. But then there's always that question, that family member that went with the coffin in Eretz Yisrael and, and was buried, was two, three days later. But the shiva starts, uh, it starts really as soon as they are no longer involved in bringing <clears throat> the person to burial. Okay, uh, let's see from the two dots. Shimon says, even if he comes on the seventh day, he Karmi can count with him, uh, in other words, as long as he gets in by the seven, if he was really close, uh so he's considered part of it He says there still have to be mourners in the house, in other words, we're saying that this one brother there's always that brother or sister who couldn't who came late every every Shiva house has. You know, they couldn't get the flights, and they show up. Uh, So the question is, when can they be counted as part of that shiva, as long as they get there uh, within the seven days? So now we're adding a new twist. On the seventh day, the family gets up. So it has to be the family hasn't gotten up, and the mourners are still there. He came, they come, and find that the mourners are still there. Boy, Ravana Ravana said the question. What if Niner if the people were already talking about getting up, but they didn't get up yet? Teku, we'll ask that one. That's already tough. What if the people are saying goodbye, and they open the door to say goodbye to the people that are comforters, and there's that family member? So if everybody's sitting down and engaging in the comfort, in the Nikam Velim, then they count. But what if everybody started the way out? They didn't actually leave, but they started the way out. So I guess we're having a hard time clarifying what's considered active Shiva. Is it where they're all sitting on the floor? And then if he shows up while everybody's sitting there still crying, still talking about the deceased, then they count. But if everybody's uh, stood up and they're, they're starting to say goodbye, maybe it's over. Or no, they didn't leave yet. It's not too late. Okay, interesting. Yeah.
1: Well, it's probably very likely is that even if they were, are at that stage that you just described, and this guy comes walking in, everyone's going to like turn around and sit down again. Like, oh, God, look who just showed up. You know, we're glad you showed up. Now we were just about to leave, but now we're going to join you. So uh, it's likely that, uh, that they will all stay.
0: So let's go a step further. Let's say that these people who were sitting Shiva got up and started their mar- march outside. And they they left the house. They took a step out of the house, and then that family member showed up. So then we would agree that the shiva was done. Correct. So the question is, uh, so we have a custom to kind of make it clear when shiva is over by taking that walk. That kind of makes it clear done. But not not everybody is uh, actually when it's on Shabbos they don't have that uh, necessarily the walk, but. What happens if they didn't do the walk, but they stood up to be done? So kind of when they when they say goodbye, now, the mourners have a trick. Like if, if you, some people want to sit there and talk all day long, the mourners are anxious to do their laundry and everything. And so if they stand up because they're ready to be done, and then that brother shows up. So it's true. He would like him to go back and sit down, but everybody already stood up that they they were showing that they, we have this concept in a few places. It's like when you're eating the meal and you washed my machronim. You already washed your hands to bench. So in theory, if somebody has a really good dessert, you know, maybe you'll find space for, oh, you didn't tell me you were going to bring out more food. I washed my, but then there's the whole question that you'd have to make a new bracha. Because, so the question is kind of, is there an ending of Shiva by even like standing up uh, they already were Nineru. They were getting ready to stand. So is that like, does that like end it? It's just an interesting question. It's a. Uh, uh, but you're right, you're correct. that if uh, that's what they probably would do, but maybe by getting ready to stand up and hinting to everybody, okay, now it's time to, you know, have a good day, uh, that it does that. So take, well, that's going out. Next, Gemiri Chavre Derev, they taught in the academy of Rav Abba Barachiyam Me Rev Abba Monoriv Zera, Chavre We got to get which rabbi right, that's Rev Abba Bray Derev Barava Bar of Yochanan. How do we hold? So we have a tradition, Halacha Karev, Shimon Gamliel Betrephis. We hold like Rav Ben Gamliel in the argument in the laws of Trefus, but Halacha Karib Shimon, but ovel But when it comes to the laws of Ovel we hold like Rivshimin. Uh, we had the other opinion that he's got to get there within the first three days. Rushimin he was great. He said if he makes it the last five minutes, I, I'm sure once he knows that he's going to make sure it only comes. Some, you know, Shiva's not fun. <laughs> I'm sure there are people that would rather uh, only get there at the very end. But like Ruchimun, they could, if they did, they don't have to. According to the other opinions, it doesn't matter if they get there at the end; they're going to have to have extra days. Uh, but according to Ruchimun. So he said the is like Rushiman. Okay, that's interesting that we could passkin like that. So Lumuris says, so uh we we know we just quoted that. If you get there by the end of the day, what through Shingam Leo and the laws of Trefid? What do you do if there's holes in the Kishkas? The holes in the stomach of the, basically if an animal swallowed a nail, uh, and that they had barnyard animals, then they had nails in the barn. So animals would sometimes swallow things, and when they would, uh, after shekita, when they shech them, they check them to see if the animals were healthy. They see that there are holes in the kishkas. There's holes in the stomach. and the, So the question is, are those animals kosher? So, v'alecha s'asmasan. But the good news is, the pus sealed off the holes. So there was an injury there, but it had healed. So k'shere, d'ivri shingar. Gamliel says... That if the... Today what they do is they blow up the lungs of the animal and they, they put it underwater like a tire to see if the lecha sealed it, if it healed. If it healed, then it's an animal as well. So my lecha how do you define lecha So Omar of kahana, it's the shirka de maya, de nafek agadukha. When you squeeze the animal, when you squeeze, there's like yellow stuff that comes out. So that's the lecha that's the pus. Uh, Omar... Uh, so that's, that, that's a separate discussion, but the question was, is that enough, that the animals are not considered trafe because the, 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 uh, the kishkas were starting to heal, because the pus had sealed up. See, if a person has a hole in their stomach, that's not very healthy, they, that's very, uh, the person uh, could, uh, um, or the animal could be trafe, but if the hole was starting to seal, the question is, was that uh, good enough? So it's very interesting, very important. That there was a rabbi in Bavl who heard this teaching and said, oh, I hope, he and he planned on learning in Eretz Israel. So he said, I hope I can go and actually learn this teaching straight from the one who taught it. The reason why it's important is that when you hear something through someone else, it's it changes a little bit. You need to hear it straight from the source. There's nothing like hearing something exactly the way from the, not from the, the horse's mouth. Let's not say it that way. But where that expression came from? Huh? The uh, there is no horse from the originator. From the originator. <laughs> That's right. Let's go hear it. So he said, "I hope I can hear it straight." So guess what? He went to Eretz Israel and he found Reb Abba Brei Yochi Barava, Amar Le Omar Mar Shingam Leo Oh, are you the one who taught that? No, actually, you got this story wrong. Ana ain't Halacha omri. Ba'avu. I said halacha is not like um, I'm sorry, ain't halacha. I said we don't hold like Rishon Gavlil. So this was basically he heard the exact opposite of what that person said, and again that comes up. Always check your sources. Always check. Um, anytime I hear something hearsay, I always try to check. Try to go directly to. Oh, I heard though you said. So uh, try to get it in writing, you know, who's the OU? There's a the hundred rabbis. Who said what? You know, uh, or, or this one said, you know, I always try to, so uh, what over here, he actually checked with him and he said, no, I don't agree. Now that was about whether we hold like Roshim Gamliel, but what about Roshim and Be'evil Mai? Roshim and Be'evil Mai, my plugs in there, they're different opinions. Nobody likes when I give that answer. There's different opinions. They want to know what to do. Uh, but you often have to check with your rabbi to know which opinion to follow. Uh, that's not, um, in other words, when somebody gives you information, they, there's different opinions. Uh, well, who do we agree with, so that you can check with your Mar, We learned with Kistam Halacha. He said we do hold like Rosh Hashanah evil. If you get there by the seventh day, he doesn't have to count the whole shiva. Can't Rabbi Yonah Halacha? Reb Reb Gamliel, he said Reb Nachman. I'm sorry, Omar ain't Halacha. No, he says we don't hold like him. So you see, there's different opinions. And we don't agree with but we could agree with why? the reason why is that in the laws of mourning we always pick the most lenient view so Rav Shimon lets the guy get away with an hour of shiva Rav Shimon says as long as he gets there during the time the whole family sitting shiva, it counts So, and since we always follow the lenient view, uh, so the more is saying we'll take that view okay Next, on any any funeral, if you rush it, if you try to have it as soon as possible, you hurry up to to get the body out, (laughs) so to speak. It's always, that's appropriate. We assume the best thing is to schedule the funeral as soon as possible. But if it's for a person's parents, doesn't look nice. He's anxious to say goodbye. Bury him already. No, that's not good. How erev Shabbos erev If uh, it's the parents, but it's erev it's erev Shabbos erev Yantuf. so you got to rush the funeral. Um Then it's better. Aviv'ima. Uh, the uh, it's a uh, the the reason why uh, that it's uh, it's it's it doesn't need to be delayed for parents is because it's showing respect. Uh, again, unless it's Erev Shabbos or whatever where there's not much time and then it has to be done earlier. Okay, next. I'll call him Asim Kulam on all other relatives. There's some work you could do and there's some work you can't do. So Rashi over here says, we said before you're not allowed to do public work. So but what are we talking about here? So Rashi says, It's not about like selling things. So uh, 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 other, some kinds of mourning, a person is allowed to do non-physical labor. They're allowed to sell stocks. They're allowed to do other things. It, it, it depends. It depends on what a person, they can do a little bit of work. Ratzah mamayit, I mean, Al aviv al ima, as we turn the page. But if the person is sitting Shiva for... Father and mother, Mamait. No, they should do less. They should do the minimum that, that anything they can get out of doing. What we're talking about, and this is an overall theme that's going to be even very clear now, is that even though there's all relatives, there's shiva for the, the laws of shiva for parents are different than all other family members, and it's stricter. It's a, it's also it's a respect. And believe it or not. The mitzvah of kivet av works even after death, uh, meaning that they don't have to be alive to uh, to show honor to them. Usually, uh, a person, if they're not here, you would say, "Well, you can't honor your parents; they don't—they're not living anymore." That's not true. That's the uh, here, um, uh, even in the way the funeral's done and the way uh, there, there's a, a concept of honoring the parents. Next, uh, now. Uh, when they do the tear, they don't always tear to the shoulder. Uh, but uh, if you want to, you want to show a person that, uh, apparently sh- showing the shoulder, bearing the shoulder, shows like a more, uh, a person's very sad. It shows like a greater respect. So on all other funerals, you, you don't have to do that. Al love you but father and mother, it. Then you got to do the shoulder, shoulder tear. Uh, it's even with the tear, the question is, Usually you, uh, like, uh, keep the tear in a way that it won't show that it goes all the way through. But by the parents, there's the idea of showing the shoulder. hador uh, It once happened with one of the leaders of a generation, Shemes Aviv. He was sitting before his father, Bikesh lachos, and he wanted to do the shoulder. Now, there was another leader of the generation with him who was doing, as we had before, there's the idea of sharing in the uh, shiva. So he also wanted to do a tear and uh, do the humiliating tear of the shoulder. So once he saw that the other rabbi who was with him was going to do it, so he didn't do it because he didn't want that the other rabbi should walk around with his shoulder exposed. Omar um, Rabbi, who were these two rabbis? Godol uh, Ador uh, Who is the Godol Ador? Shimo? Reb Ya'akov Bar-Acha. He could hear me, Godol Ador Reb Ya'akov Bar-Acha. Ador Shimo was Rebbe. Bishlem V'anime, Godol Ador She'imau If you say that it was Rabbi Hananimu Loholetz, because he didn't feel that he wanted the other rabbi who was with him, who was just there to show respect, to have to be degraded. Yet apparently having the shoulder exposed, it was degrading. Why would he have held him back? If it was the uh, it was Rebbe, his father was a great Rabbi, was the leader of the generation. The kuli And then the rule is, when the leader of the generation dies, then then the whole Jewish people sit shiva. Then they have to, to show bear the shoulder. Kasha, that's a good point. Next, Kol may seem. Um, on all, on all people that pass away, they have to wait at least 30 days for a haircut. When it's a haircut for parents, more than 30 days. Until people who uh, don't know why the person doesn't get a haircut um, says to them, shows they're displeased. Boy, you're a mess. <laughs> means uh, Rashi, uh, three lines from the top. Your hair's too long. So the, the there are people that like to, to try to go out of their way to tell a mourner that their hair's too long so they can get a haircut. But the, the, the ideal should be that it's noticeable to others that would say something. Um, in other words, uh, most people, they have a schedule. They go, they don't wait till it's noticeable they need a haircut. But after mourning for one's parents, They have to wait until somebody says, "Boy, you need a haircut." So there is an interesting alaka question. That's the first time, but they they're actually in mourning the whole year. So do they need to wait each time until somebody says something, or is it just the first time? Well, why would it be only the first time? They're really in mourning the whole year. They only groom when it's when it's really necessary. Okay, next. On all other Shivas on all other morning, after thirty days, they can go to celebrations al Avival mo on a person's parents, they've got to wait twelve months before they're allowed to go to celebrations. us here we're not talking about uh really big celebrations we're talking about simkus moreus we're talking about uh uh friendly parties uh we're going to see that a wedding is considered more than a friendly party. It's, it's, a, it's fancier than a friendly party. So the, this leniency is only by Simchas Mareis. Simcha Lamed Yom. For Simcha Ulamareis it's 30 days. That sounds like it's the same. So Kasha, you're right, that's a difficulty. Alter. No, for just a social gathering that they could go to. So we learned that he should wait at least 30 days. One is to start a social gathering. The way it worked was like this. They had a very strong sense of not wanting to uh, uh, have somebody give you something, to be gifted. So, but on the other hand, somebody uh, there's a nice concept of having people over and having social gatherings. So the way it worked was, is that if you were invited to someone's house, you had to put yourself on the rotation to have the next party at your house. So you you weren't, it just, it's not always the same people inviting others. It, it comes around. So if uh, they're asking that you want to start to invite people, that's Abish So you don't start, person doesn't start that when they're uh, in the Shloshim or they're, they're still mourning. But if they're just paying back, and they were part of a rotation, and uh, all the all their friends had had them over, and now it was their turn to have the friends over, so that's Parnusa, that's just payback. So that they should do, even though they are still uh, within the, somewhat, the part of mourning. That's the, uh, we don't have this exactly, it's not so defined. Uh, but let's do a Rashi here, just to show you the concept. Let's start from Rashi, four lines, five lines from the top. Ula uh, la simcha For a joyful, a reya uh, means friendship, a friendship party. Suna osa reyim Uh za'imza. Meals that friends and loved ones have together. Folo havi simcha kol kach. It's not a joyous occasion. It's just friendship. Abu Suda de simcha ki go'n de nisu and lo. But to go to a wedding, that's different. So you have this question like, you know, what, what about going to a kiddush? You know, that's, you know, but it's diff- still not the same as a wedding. Sounds like mitzvah versus rishun. A little bit. It, it did use the word Okay, you could, does it have to do with mitzvah or does it have to do with the size of the, okay. Arisa, what is arisa? Arisa, what is suda. O o o malva Now, when you invite everybody, you have loaned them. You're loaning them the meal. You pay the bill. so that you get to pay back. Uh, they they they. Again, in some cities, it's very well defined that you know that one person pays the whole bill because then the, the other people are going to do it and they'll pay him back. Lo has the to wait shloshim the He's paying back what he was invited. You can't not pay. Uh, somebody invited you, you can't not invite them. That, that was the deal. So this way people make Shabbos every other week. Uh, again, they, when it's something like that you you can't rely on the morning to not do, uh, do the proper payback. I just uh, delay it. Say we'll, we'll have it uh, a week from now.
1: We'll do, I'll do the payback, but let's just wait another seven days or six days or whatever.
0: Well, when it's for parents, then it's a little more difficult. It could be a long payback. <laughs>
1: let's say in the case where there could be a difference, a difference between parents and not parents. In the case of not parents, you could say just delay it. And in the case of parents, then you have your rotation.
0: Um, yeah, and if delaying would work, a short delay. The question here, I guess, would be more when it's a longer delay. But that's a uh, that's a good good point. Uh, um, there is, there is a discussion here a little bit about this idea of, of, uh, d- do they have to wait longer for a wedding and could they go to a wedding and when can they go? Tosos talks about suda's Mitzvah, which was the, uh, the question that was brought up here in the year also. Does it make a difference if it's suda's Mitzvah? But that's in the, uh, in the Tosus Simchas Moreis. Okay, back to the Gemara. Um, um. Al on all regular uh uh funerals, The standard mourning is a, a tear the size of a fist. Al when its parents go sleep, until it reveals their heart. Actually, what they say it means is the tear is on the part near the heart. That's the it's done on a different side. Orevo how do we you know that? Because David Big David grabbed them on uh, the clothing and he tore. Now it says he grabbed with, with what a hand. The grab when you grab a garment, you're holding it a fist. So he's he, the tear is the size of the fist. So we see from here, the minimum tear is about four inches, the size of a fist. The person's wearing ten garments. You just tear the top garment. For parents, they tear all the garments. Now, what about if he's wearing an RP kususa, einemakhevis? That doesn't have to be torn. That's like a uh, a shawl or like a turban. You know, the, yeah. So those types of garments, those don't have to be torn. Uh, it's more the garment that they're wearing. You don't have to tear your hat. Is that like a turban? be saying a shawl, but which could there's a havamina to tear.
1: You know, if if it's you know uh, over the, like a talus. over the head and so it I comes think down, right so I
0: it. right so I believe it's over the head and it comes down a little bit uh, so yeah what is that sorry, it's to a kerchief a kerchief it's kind of like a tittle right yeah. but it covers the neck a little bit and so right
1: that sounds like more than uh,
0: so this is where we get to uh, nobody knows where the uh, the people got the idea that you could wear a ribbon at the at the cemetery and that counts. Uh, no one knows where that, uh, or that. the uh, question is, what about a tie? You know, that is that also like, in other words, uh, the Gomorrah is saying there's certain clothing that don't really count for the tearing. So it really depends on how you define this. Uh, the Gomorrah is saying clearly that this, like, just outer thing won't do the trick. That's not where, she, it has to be like a real garment that a person's wearing for the tear. It's, um, I had a tie. There are some opinions that that could be enough, but the outer, because, uh, that's, uh, that's something that people do wear. Uh, it's not necessarily for warmth, but it's, it's visible. The The ribbon is very flimsy. I don't, I've never heard of anybody. Uh, I've never heard a ruling that, on, on that, uh, um, and in fact, it's almost insulting. The person, the reason they do the ribbon is you don't expect them to actually tear a real garment do you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a they lost a family member. It's worth it. You know, it's a uh, it's appropriate. Uh, yeah. From the way the Gemara is phrased, it seems as though that the
1: kriya is done uh, on whatever you're wearing at the moment that you hear the news, as opposed to putting something on or tearing at a certain designated time,
0: like like we see. We haven't gotten to it, meaning the um, with us, for example, the custom has been to do Kriya at the cemetery. So if a person did Kriya on hearing the news, so then you're correct. That's whatever. whenever they hear the news, that's when the if a person's going with that, uh, uh, that's their minute to do Kriya then. So then they're, if they're wearing their best suit or their best shirt, they're kind of stuck. Um,
1: because the way the Gamaris phrase presence... I mean, like, like, it just happened to be you're wearing 10 shirts at that time. I mean, uh, if he would have, it would have been at a later time, we prepared, he probably would have been prepared with what to wear to, to tear the gloves. But here it seems like the Gemara is saying that, you know, you found out, and so you happen to be wearing 10 layers, and so it, the Gemara has to tell us just rip the top one.
0: I I didn't understand it that way. I understood it. There's some people like to wear layers and some people I actually just saw that um uh it, it was I was with some people who were was it last Shabbos? Um there's some people like to wear one big heavy coat and then other people like to wear layers. Uh so it's just the way they dress. And so it's just meaning that even if he's a layer person uh and uh he's got lots of garments he only has to do the top one, whereas if it's for the parents, he's got to do all of them. But you've got another guy that doesn't have lots of garments. But I don't think we're addressing yet when is the ideal time for the tear. That has to do with when the... And then even if there's an ideal time, is somebody allowed to just change a minute before into something? Would that be, would that be wrong? I don't think so. I mean, I, I, just, I don't think we've addressed it. There, the issue is to waste. If a person has a clothing that they don't mind tearing... Do they have to tear something that's valuable to them or can they put on the shmata to do the tear? So we'll have to see if we come across it. Okay. Echad, uh, uh, what about women? Echad, Ish, Isha. It doesn't matter, even though if a woman tears, it's not so modest. Rishim, omra Isha, Karesa, Tachton. He says women, they have a technique. What they do is they tear the lower garment on, under the clothing and then they move it around and then they tear the upper garment so that their skin is invisible. It's usually up to the person where to make the tear, so they could do it above the hem or below the hem. Usually, don't tear the hem because then it, it changes. There's like a, a there's a, the edge of the garment. Do they have to tear that or not? But on parents they do a complete it's it's a bigger tearing it's harder to replace uh, also has to do with most people that they had like a v in their garments the the uh so when a person has already a neck opening when they expand that it doesn't look like a tear uh with the parents they have to make sure that it's expanded in a way that' it's clear uh that they tore uh, one second um uh, yeah. He says, no, if you don't tear that bottom, the hem, is that what's it called, the hem? What's the the fold? The edge. When you don't tear the edge, he says, you didn't do your job. ela He calls that, that's a, that's a cheap tear. That's a, a tiflis chair. That's a, yeah, that's not a serious tear. Like the ribbon. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's correct. And so basically he's saying there has to be a, it has to be a real tear. It can't have a uh, you can have a fake tear. On revo, my time to Yuda. How does he know it's got to be real? Because it says like this: Vi and they grabbed the clothing, and he tore it into two. Now it already says Now normally, if you tear something that's one and you tear it, it's now two. So ella, wants the Torah It's got to look like two. It's got to be torn enough that it's it. It was one big one, and now you see it's torn. Al-kola meisim kulo, shola shiva. On most, uh, the, most tears, they can be fixed after the shiva. Now, sholo is like a temporary, like just a, a stitch. Um-machol And after shloshim, you can re-totally re, uh, re-sow, re- uh, what? Repair it. al avaimo imo whereas parents, shola they've got to wait till after 30 days to fix the tear. and it's never fully fixed. Which is again is very symbolic that a uh, person can get over other relatives, but uh, parents. Again, he only had one parent, one mother, one father. Um, I I knew somebody that um, they passed away in their 80s, and they were calling for their mother. You know, that's the uh, now they you know they um, why because that's in a person's psyche that when they they were dying and they were scared, they called for mama. It sounded it was interesting, you know, that somebody that age. But that's uh they, they, oh, that's the parents okay women they can fix their clothes right away food they're not expected to to there's a there's a concept of of respect it's uh the covered ishto a person is supposed to spend more money on his wife's Kavod. women don't like wearing torn clothing, just not men a lot of men it really doesn't uh you know if they it's, it's a uh, as long as it's, it's, they're not cold or whatever it's it's uh they got a stitch or two. It doesn't bother them if somebody were to notice that this was uh, sewn and torn up. But women, they have a whole different, there's a whole different concept of respect there, so they're allowed to sew their clothing back quicker. <laughs> Kriya can be done by hand. It can be done with a knife. Uh, on parents, it has to be done by hand. Some of the tear, it has to be, uh, in other words, it's not just the scissors the person, usually they start with the scissors or the knife, and then it has to be done by hand for one's uh, parents. Uh, it can be done towards the inside. It's got to be done from the outside. What's Does a um, do person have to do it themselves, or can someone do it for you? Someone could start it, but the person is supposed to do it themselves, I believe. Let's see, Rashi, Koribakli, Sakin, a knife, Gadeshul, Yafsin, a See, if you tear it with a knife, Rashi says it's interesting. We usually do it because the person isn't strong enough. He's saying that if you do it with a knife, you can do an even tear that's easier to sew. So you can, you can tear in a good way that's easy to sew up. See, again, we're a wealthy country that people usually throw out the garment after, but they only had one garment. They, wanted, they needed to sew it back up. So the tear could be done with a knife. Bifnim Takas hamakutrin Shalo. under the uh uh the sown part he's saying that it's not public. the tear isn't so visible to everybody, but on parents it is of uh, Abimo, the tear has to be visible Now, there's a little bit of an option where to make the tear the front, the back he's saying for parents, everybody should be able to see. Also, when it's the leader of the generation, where's the question? The only thing that uh, that uh, that has in common is about when to re-sow it. My love, a but even the nasi is not the same. no more said, lebar that no, the could be the leader of the generation is like one's parents. We have that in Pirkei Avos that the the. The person's rebbe brings them to the world to come. He's like their spiritual father, their spiritual mother. So there's a comparison to the mourning for the nasi to the mourning for one's parents. Now we get a story. Nasi uh, shakiv, um, the the leader of the generation passed away. He said, "Flip over the bed." Uh, I'm sorry. No, flip over uh, your uh, your mortar. Uh, and uh what Rashi said no the assisfamak ah uh, flip over the uh the mortar and stand on it. basically, what he was saying is let's do, this was the pillar they needed they wanted somebody to stand up in public, so he told him, flip the pillar over and stand up va kriya la alma and show kriya to everybody in other words people weren't didn't necessarily know. Um, we don't always have a leader of a generation. People are always—they don't. People don't know that they're supposed to mourn. So he told them, stand up and make a big public ceremony that you do kriya. Al If he's the chacham, you do it from the right side. Alav that could be done on the left side. nasi if it's the prince, mikan on both sides. Don if the sage dies, the base Medrash is closed. Uh Bezha the called era but all the all the base in the city are closed. Maniknash, and they go into the shul, Mishanis Mekomo, and everybody sits in a different place. Hayoshim is if you sat in the north, then you go to the south. Hayoshim Bidorum, you sit in the south, it's a different mitzvah that a person changes their place. It's the idea that their place is never the same after the loss of the of the morning. Nasi shemais. If the nasi dies, but uh, the the base of medrash, the study halls are closed. The basic nessus, nknusa uh, lebase. You could go into the basic nessus, and we will stop here. Okay. Have a good day, everybody.